Hello, and welcome to the Today I Am Enough podcast. This is a place of vulnerability and acceptance where we discuss ways that you can learn to be empowered and to know that your worth is something that is always with you and not something that you have to earn. I'm your host, Kara Murray. Let's get started. Training our minds to help us instead of hurt us is essential. Learning to change your negative self-talk into something positive that will serve you is something that you have to learn. My friend Ember and I have created a free 10-day course that will help you learn to change your thoughts and in turn, change your life. You can sign up for our free 10-day I Am Enough challenge at todayiamenough.com workbook. Hello, welcome to today's podcast. I am so grateful that you have decided to join us. So last week in episode 32, I got to talk to my friend Sammy and she shared her own story of anxiety and healing and working through those feelings and things that she has learned. And it was incredible. If you haven't had a chance to listen to Sammy's podcast, I would encourage you to head over and listen to episode 32. It really is phenomenal. The things that she was able to teach us and gave us several tools today. I am going to share my own story of anxiety with you. It's not one that I have shared often or super openly, mostly because I feel like I'm really in the middle of this story and in the middle of figuring it out, you know, that messy middle, but I feel like I've come a long ways as well. So today I just want to share that story and my own experience with anxiety and how I have been able to find peace and answers through that struggle. A couple years ago, my husband was in school. My husband's still in school though, don't worry. Um, (laughs) He was getting his master's degree. It was his first master's degree. He's getting a second one. That's why I'm clarifying. Another story for another time. But he was getting a master's degree and this specific degree, he was an executive degree. So he was going in the evenings to his classes And he had to drive. He had to leave at around 3 o'clock in the afternoon, drive about an hour. And then he was in class for several hours and would get home around 11 o'clock at night. And that was just one day a week that we had to do that. So it was a little rough when he first started the degree. When he first started the degree, the kids were pretty little. And he was in it for several years, so it felt like they were huge by the time he finally finished. But... He was close to being done. I think it was his last semester, and he was gone. I'd gotten my kids all tucked into bed, and I had decided to make a recipe for brownies and ice cream that my friend had given me. This was like a healthy version of both, if you will. I have some food allergies, and they are pretty bad, some of them. I mean, I don't I don't, I just avoid them, so I don't really know how bad they are anymore, but my last experience with some of them was, was pretty uh, intense, so there's just certain foods that I avoid. For me, I do have some foods that I just eat even though I'm allergic to them. <laughs> I have some vegetables and s- some fruit that cause my, my mouth to get itchy, so I'd put the kids to bed, and I'd already made these brownies and ice cream, and so I was excited to just like sit down. It'd been a long day. It'd been a long evening. And I was just going to sit and watch TV and eat my ice cream and my brownie. As I started eating, I all of a sudden felt like my mouth was super itchy and that my throat was closing up. And I 
got really scared because <laughs> my husband wasn't there. I was alone and I had all these kids and I was, and I started getting worried that something was going to happen. So my neighbor is a doctor and I, I texted and asked, you know, like what I could do. Like I felt like I was having this allergic reaction to this food. So he told me, um, he told me some medications I could take to see if that helped calm it down. And I didn't have any. So I texted my neighbors on either side of me, and one of them happened to have the medication the doctor recommended for me. So she ran them over to me, and I was feeling pretty scared. Talked to her for a minute, and I got the medication, and I took it, and she texted me a few minutes later asking how I was and, and asked if I wanted her to come over so that I wasn't alone. And she did. <laughs> I'm so grateful. I was not feeling well. I was, by the time she got there, like, I was feeling really cold, and I was, like, really shaky, and, like, I could breathe, but it was just hard. Like, I don't know. It was a really interesting feeling. So, anyways, I was able to kind of calm down and, like, feel better, and the medicine started kicking in, and my husband got home, and by that time, she was like, yeah, her color's back, so I guess I'd gone pretty pale, and I was, I was, it was just weird. It was a really weird experience. So then I was like trying to figure out what I'd eaten in these, in this food that had caused me to feel all itchy and several months go by. A lot of months go by, really. My family goes on a trip and we come home. I'd been losing my hair a little bit more than normal, kind of like after you have a baby, about three months after you have a baby, you have that postpartum hair loss and that's kind of what I started experiencing. I'd been losing more than normal hair, but then it became really excessive. And then I got to the point where I was really, really, really tired. And I finally went and saw a doctor and was diagnosed with a low thyroid. A few months after that, six months after that, I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's thyroiditis. And that is an autoimmune disease. And as I was reading about Hashimoto's, and as I was reading about a thyroid, like low thyroid in those, within those months of finding out, I realized that I had a lot of those symptoms, but one of the symptoms that Hashimoto's thyroiditis can give you is anxiety. I looked back at that experience that my friend came over and helped me, and I realized that I had had a full-on anxiety attack. After feeling that anxiety and recognizing that for what it was and it, admitting to myself that that's what was happening to me. I was able to clearly see what had been happening in the past and when that had come to fruition. And I think what had happened was my Hashimoto's and my thyroid had started to come and it was getting really out of control. And that was the first sign that I had. I just didn't realize it. And then the hair loss and the excessive tiredness and I had weight gain that happened very rapidly as well. Actually, I have a whole episode about Hashimoto's that you can find. The anxiety was something that I didn't even think to connect to it until I was reading more about it. And even now I can tell when my meds are a little bit off because my anxiety is pretty heightened. <laughs> I've always had anxiety in my life. Like I've just been an anxious person, but it's totally been controllable and not anything that has controlled my life until a few years ago. And it doesn't control my life. I am on medication for my thyroid and that helps so much 
helps so much. Learning how to help your anxiety is essential because you don't have to feel anxious all the time. You don't have to feel on edge. You don't have to feel scared or worried or whatever anxiety feels like for you. You don't have to feel that way. And I've never had such a bad anxiety attack as I did that night. I couldn't breathe because I was having an anxiety attack, not because my throat was closing up. And I was shaking so bad and I was pale and I was just like, by the time I was calmed down, I was exhausted. But just taking time to breathe through anxiety is so helpful. And honestly, I don't even remember if I was able to take that time to do that. I don't remember if I knew that or if I had tools or if my friend helped me do that. But looking back, I know that's what needed to happen. But having someone there with me was also huge. I just needed the reality of someone being right beside me, knowing that I was going to be okay and watching and taking care of me. And I've actually had a few times where after that, especially when I wasn't yet medicated and didn't yet know what was going on, Um, And even since I've been on my third medication, I have had a few times where this has happened where I just feel that anxiety coming. And we talked a little bit with Sammy is feeling, finding out where do you feel that anxiety in your body? Because when you can know where you feel that anxiety and how it feels, then you can feel it starting. And I was able to do that. And my kids are all in school and my husband was working at the time because and he's still working, you guys. My husband was away at work <laughs> right now. He's working from home. I was alone. I was I was in my house alone, which is awesome. And I'm grateful that I have that blessing because <laughs> sometimes I really need it. During this really hard time of finding my anxiety and figuring it out, it was really scary to be alone because I, I just was worried. I have a lot of anxiety about something happening to me. So I was worried that something was going to happen and I didn't know why my for me it's like anxiety is in my chest and I didn't know why my chest hurt and I would get really nervous and because I'd had a really vulnerable moment with this friend of mine when she came over that night several times I just walked over to her house and knocked on her door and just said I'm not feeling okay can I just come and be with you and she would let me taking that time to be vulnerable with someone and being willing to be vulnerable and say, yeah, I need help. And then walking myself over and just saying, I need to not be alone was so helpful. And her willingness to help me and to be with me and let me come sit in her house and play with her little girls and just calm down was so huge. Taking time to understand your anxiety will really, really help you. Understand where it is, understand how it feels, And then make sure that you talk to people about it. Talk to your spouse about it. Talk to a friend about it. It doesn't really matter, but you don't have to be alone. You don't have to feel like you have to battle it all by yourself. And talk to a doctor. I had a really hard time. The medication I take is for my thyroid for it to function properly. And I still need it, and I'm still working through that. And my dosage has gone down a lot since I first started. I struggle to take medication. I hate taking pills. And as I went to the doctor and found out a lot of my vitamins were really low and knowing that it was associated with my thyroid was really hard for me because I really just hate to take pills. (laughs) It's silly and it's a me thing, but I hate to do it. 
I really struggled with that, but I was able to find peace knowing that I was helping my body. I was helping myself and I wouldn't necessarily have to be taking all of the things I'm taking forever, but right now it's what I need to do and it's how I'm going to help and heal my body. But if you need to take antidepressants or anxiety pills or anything else, it is absolutely fine. It's okay if you have to do that for a while, for a long while. We're not meant to be sad in our lives. And yeah, we're going to have hard things and we're going to have sad things, but we don't have to live in sadness and we don't have to live in struggle all the time. And reaching out to people, whether it be a friend or a family member or a doctor, it's really hard and it requires us to be really vulnerable. But it's in those vulnerable moments when our relationships open. It's in those vulnerable moments where we find connection that is real. It's not just going to be this pretend connection. It's where we find the reality of friendship and of goodness and of sympathy and of empathy and just of love for one another. And I hope that you can find that in your life. I hope that you can reach out to someone that you can ask questions to. If you have any questions about the things that I've talked about, I am more than happy to answer them. Just reaching out to someone will change your life. (laughs) Just being willing, just being willing to reach out and struggle with someone. You don't have to be alone in the struggle. Thanks so much for listening to my story today. A little snippet of my anxiety story and I'm excited to talk more about anxiety this month. It is something under talked about and I think it touches a lot more of us than we even realize it's not something we suffer alone in that's for sure thanks so much for listening to this episode of the today i am enough podcast if you want to hang out with me off the podcast head over to instagram and follow me at today i am enough also please make sure you leave a review reviews help the podcast reach other people that may not have heard about it before it's also a huge help if you are willing to share this podcast with someone you think could benefit from it. Thanks again for joining me, friends, and I hope you have a wonderful day. And remember, today you are enough.